Lays it across. Shot by Yen. Touchdown! Here's number one for number one. All right, everybody. We are back on the Fire and Ice podcast. And we are going to get into some regular season action. Finally, regular season action is here. Opening week, it has been sensational to watch. It's like Christmas came early for us hockey fans. But for this episode, just to start off, we are going to talk about the New Jersey Devils. Uh, They have played two games this week. And so far, things have not gone as well as you would have hoped for the New Jersey Devils. Uh, They are 0-2 to start the year. Not something I expected based on the predictions that I made, but here we are on Saturday. Conclusion of the Devils' home opener against the Detroit Red Wings, and they find themselves in an 0-2 hole to start the year. Granted, it's an 82-game season. Anything can change. Anything can happen. But at the same time, the Devils are 0-2. Their opponents, I wouldn't say they're lesser than them. But it's definitely something you you would want them to play better in. So I know I've you know just I've I've always said that the Philadelphia Flyers will be bad, and truly I think they will be. But it is hard to necessarily say they're bad under Tortorella. They're they're going to be good in the sense that they'll be playing with structure and identity, something that they don't. They didn't have last year. Uh, That team was a mess. That team was a nightmare. That team was brutal in all aspects of the ice. They were sloppy. I mean, Tortorella has been brutally honest in uh, the pressers. And what I noticed on the game on ESPN Plus, they did a a soundbite of him in the locker room. And one thing he stressed about was just doing the little things. Not being flashy. Not being this. And I'm not trying to pump the Flyers. I mean, this is a devil's show, but I'm still going to talk hockey. I'm not trying to pump the Flyers' tires by no means. But at the end of the day, Tortorella did say something. Just being good along the boards. That sounds very simple. And it is. But the Flyers executed it very well. The Devils lost a lot of board battles in this game. Uh, The Flyers definitely beat them to the puck in those occasions. And the Flyers... It's just something under Tortorella that you just notice. I mean, there's not much flash on that Flyers team. Uh, they're down Couturier. They're down Ellis. Uh, Tony D'Angelo seems like the perfect Flyer just based on like the attitude he plays with. But the, the Flyers are pretty much just a team that has bodies that can literally just play the game. I mean, they, can, they just can play and be competitive. And you saw Tortorella do that with... His teams in Columbus, I mean, they didn't have much star power. They didn't have much flash, but they played competitive and they had structure and they had a form of identity. And that's what he's building in Philly. I'm not, Philly's 2-0 and right now. They, they won again today. They beat the Vancouver Canucks 3-2. to But all in all, <clears throat> the... Uh, you know, the Flyers came out and they, you know, they at the end of the day, they won. So... This game was a fairly closer uh, first period. Uh, you know, the Devils dominated <clears throat> uh, even strength play, 60-40. Uh, it, it was more even. Uh, you saw Holtz finally score his first goal. 
Great goal on the power play. Nice little one, nice little shot to snap it through. Uh, Jesper Bratt slides the puck over to him, and he just snaps a shot that finds its way past Carter Hart. And then it didn't take long after. A nice shot from the point, and Allison, uh, brutal rebound, first of all, by Mackenzie Blackwood. Uh, I mean, it wasn't even a minute later. Next thing you know, the game is tied. Uh, brutal rebound. Uh, Blackwood just didn't have... He didn't have anything. He just he made the save and the and the rebound just came out. Juicy rebound to pounce on. And you go into a scoreless, you know, not a scoreless, a tied first period, which is fine in hindsight. You know, if that's you know, that's that if that's the worst case scenario. Um it just just not very <laughs> just not great. And the second period was just, it was just no better. I mean, it just wasn't. Uh, the Devils ended up coughing away two goals in that period. I just wasn't, it wasn't good by no means. Um, I'm trying to find some of these highlights so that way I can go back. Uh, Konechny. I mean, this goal just should not have made its way to the back of the net at all. Um, it, it does. It, it does find its way. A, a very beautiful wrist shot by Konechny. You know, you almost more so, you don't fault the shot or the goaltender on this one. It He comes off the bench. Hayes finds him. And next thing you know, he just, he sp- he sprints back. I mean, right at the blue line. He just goes in the slot, fires a shot, low glove side. It's a perfectly placed shot. It's a goal scorer's goal. Um, you love to see it if you're if you're just a hockey fan. You hate it as a Devils fan because that was just brutal. A brutal goal to give up. I mean, he's skating around center ice, comes back up into the play. Hayes just finds him at the blue line, and he makes no mistake. And he had himself a great game, Travis Konechny. And then you got Morgan Frost who chips it in not even a minute later. It's just ridiculous. So they're behind the net. They slide a pass up right right inside the faceoff dot. And he just blasts a one-timer past Blackwood. And it's, it just is... It was just brutal. And that's just as mildly as you can put it. And they wasted no time building upon that lead. The Devils did nothing to stop the bleeding. And if you want to know how how much outplayed the Flyers were, the Devils dominated at Corsi 4 of 69.44%. And in the second period, they dominated with an expected goals percentage of 67.75. It is unreal how they find themselves down, but they have the puck majority of the time. It's just unbelievable that the team can generate chances, have the puck, and somehow be on the losing end of things. And that didn't get any better as the third went on. Not even a minute in. Travis Konechny at the top of the slot 
fires a wrist shot on the power play to open the third period, and it's 4-1, to one, and the floodgates are open. The Devils find their way back. Damon Severson fires a wrist shot top of the faceoff circle. It's 4-2, to two, and they pull the goalie with 4.27 left, and eventually Morgan Frost gets his second of the game. It just unbelievable, same... Same story, different season. The Devils are getting bad goaltending. It, it's it just is the way it is. It, it for some reason it's the same scenario. The Devils dominate possession at even strength. Again, the third period alone, they had a seventy-seven point forty-two percent Corsi four and finished the game with a sixty-nine point fifty-seven percent Corsi four. How do you generate that many chances and have the puck, but you find yourself losing? I don't think it's a thing of bad execution at this point. You're get the goaltending. You can't even get a stop. You can't get a save, and you can't say the Flyers are a lesser team. Any given night, anybody can do something. I mean, look at the other night, Montreal. Montreal beat the Toronto Maple Leafs on home ice in a 4-3 win. Sure, they might have lost to Detroit on Friday, 3-0, but guess what? Any given night, any team can do something. So just to sit here and say we're lesser than the Flyers, I've seen that on Facebook, sounds a little far-fetched, sounds a little, you know, insane to say. But... Just the Devils did a lot of good things in this game, just possessing the puck and generating chances. Jesper Bratt finished with a whopping 88% Corsi 4. I mean, the team generated 30 chances with him on the ice. I mean, at that point, just don't even put him on the bench. Keep him out there to get him in this game. I mean, it was just insane. And Blackwood had a night he would love to forget. I mean, he just, it was just, it was just not good for Mackenzie Blackwood, uh, especially after the preseason he had and kind of the praise that he was getting and kind of garnering, and which was rightfully deserved. I mean, he played a good preseason enough to get praise. Sure, the last game against the Islanders, not so much the case, but this one, it, it was not good. I mean, he let in four goals. Uh, he finished with, I think, under a 900 save percentage. He... Finished with a negative 1.54 goals above expected. Uh, just not the ideal game that he wanted to have. Um, and as a Devils fan, that's not something that you wanted him to see. Because you you really are going to the season as a Devils fan, hoping that the team turns a corner and doesn't face the same issues that they faced last season. But that's not been the case in game one. Uh, The team looked very good at even strength, which again, they did last year. Uh, The power play was not bad. It was better. Uh, It looked like they actually knew what they were doing. They were generating good chances. They even cashed in on one. But... It just you're running into the same problem, you know. Woeful goaltending has plagued you in a defeat. And hats off to Carter Hart. He finished the game with a, I think a a point nine three three save percentage. I mean, he he did very well fending off the New Jersey Devils attack. And I'll tip my cap to that. I mean, if Carter Hart can return to 2019 2020 form, uh, the Philadelphia Flyers will be in 
pretty good shape. I feel like, you know, you know, if he can just kind of get back to the way he was, because him like Mackenzie Blackwood, they both had really bad last two seasons and are just hoping to bounce back. But I mean, it just, yeah, not a good first game for the New Jersey Devils. It's just not good. It hasn't been good. And it's just not something that can go on further. But also, in addition to the Devils kicking off their regular season, hockey fans, it is finally time to hit the ice again. And thanks to the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you're in for the season of a lifetime. New customers can bet $5 on any team and get $200 in free bets if they win. You think Austin Matthews is going to score five goals? Bet on it. You think the Devils are going to have an over-under of two and a half? Bet on that too. You think Alexander Ovechkin might set the next goal record? Bet on that too. You like a juicy matchup coming up? The Devils play the Ducks coming up on Tuesday. You can bet on that game as well. If that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same-game parlays. You can combine multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and for your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game and get $200 in free bets if they do. That's code THPN. PN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So that was an awesome ad read from our sponsors at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, Hockey season here. It's fantastic. Uh, Definitely take advantage of that if you are able to within the state that you live in that requires that. But now the Devils do carry on, and they play another game (sighs) home against the Detroit Red Wings. So with that, special honor, I'll pay some tribute to. uh, Defenseman Andy Green retired, longtime Devil. He played over 900 games with the Devils, played over 1,000 in the NHL. He retired. The Devils honored him with a ceremonial puck drop. He did do an interview in the studio booth with Bryce Salvador and Erica Walker, just really awesome stuff. I mean, Andy Green wasn't your Scott Niedermeyer or anything, but he just he played the game the right way. He did the little things right. He he ended up serving as the captain after Bryce Salvador retired. I, I mean, you couldn't really ask much more for Andy Green. Uh, he will be working with the team in some capacity. Uh, it remains to be seen what he'll do, but he did say he'll. He'll be able to be around the team and, and do some work with them. And Fitzgerald has left the door open for him to in order to do so. Um, But with that, the Devils uh, did kick off their home opener against the Detroit Red Wings, who are coming off a 3-0 shutout uh, victory against the Montreal Canadiens the night before. So the Devils don't get Vili Huso. They get uh, Nedeljkovic. And this is the first time the Devils are seeing uh Fans, actually, you're seeing Vitek Vanacek in regular season action. That's fine. Well, all's not fine, but 
To open up the game, Dougie Hamilton scores uh, off a blocked passing attempt by Jesper Bratt. He snaps a shot from the point and gets the party rocking at the rock. Uh, the Devils did some really good things in that first period. They they played well. They dominated again um, at even strength. They really controlled possession. Uh, if it wasn't for Nedeljkovic, I think the Devils would have had more goals. Uh, he was looking like Patty Waugh. I mean, for the longest time, I, I said in a, one of my Devils chats, I, you know, I was like, how come the Devils aren't? This was in the second period, but I was asking, you know, how, how come the Devils aren't scoring it, like as they're getting these high danger chances? And someone literally said, uh, well, maybe if he didn't look like Patty Waugh in that, we'd probably have a goal, which he was right. I mean, Nadelkovich was spectacular uh, the whole way through this game. Uh, throughout this whole game, I mean, Jack Hughes probably had three chances right on his doorstep. Same with Eric Hall alone in the second period. And, and I mean, I don't think I, th- I don't even think Jack Hughes could buy himself a goal at that point. I mean, Nedeljkovic just slammed the door shut on them. And in addition to shutting the door, th- they shut the door down on the Devils' lead pretty quick. Uh, not even a minute into the second period. I, I mean, what is for the second game in the row? The Devils have literally just collapsed in the second period. I don't quite understand why the Devils are literally collapsing in the second period. I, I mean, I understand. You know, I get it. You know, you might just come out with a little bit of rust, whatever. But it's unacceptable. I mean, the for, the second period alone, Detroit scored. Four goals. Okay, I mean, you know, they let up, you know, just two the other night against Philly, but it doesn't matter. You're still finding yourself in a hole in the second period, and then you got to play catch-up in the third and hope to God you can solve that goaltender further. A minute 30 in, Ben Sherratt just slaps a bomb from the point, and it finds... Vanacek top cheese I I mean it just he just absolutely unloaded on that thing and it's almost there was nothing you can do I mean he just he put everything he had into that shot and yeah just (laughs) just absolutely brutal not not the way you'd want to start and it didn't go any better off a failed keeping at the point uh Detroit comes in Two-on-one, uh, Lucas Raymond at the blue line makes a pass to Jacob Vrana. This is a goal-scorer shot. I'm not even mad. I, as a person who played hockey and loved to score goals myself at one point, I mean, this is just a goal-scorer's goal. He comes in, top of the face-off dot, picks his corner short side, rings it off the inside of the post and in, and you got yourself a 2-1 Devils lead, or 2-1 Detroit lead. I am sorry. The Devils bite back. They do bite back, and it's kind of exciting. It's probably the most exciting thing that happened all game. And just a nice, I'm going to play the sound bite, but of a beautiful passing sequence by Zetterland and Hamilton, they find Miles Wood driving hard to the net, and he finds a finds a cross-ice pass that just slams it. Past, uh, in 26 games you know, last year, this year he was the sound bite. because Bertuzzi come off after blocking the shot. He plugged that hole and ends up scoring as well. There's an answer, Miles Wood. Seven seconds later, the Devils not it up. So Hamilton just really dumps it in, which is great. I mean, they dump it in and 
Zetterlin goes and gets it and finds Miles Wood driving really hard to the net. Okay, and he makes it a nice 2-2 game, and now the Devils are back in it. And, you know, the chances were there. I mean, they had plenty of chances, the Devils did. Uh, There were plenty of times where they could have cashed in. Uh, Hall and Hughes and then towards the end it just got it was all Detroit to end the game Nadelkovic shut the door and then next thing you know just a bad bounce in front of the net and Perron cashes in and it's three to two uh it, it just it's it was tough to see that because the Devils in between that Wood goal and the Perron goal they were playing some really good hockey uh, the Devils were generating chances. They they had a couple of power plays. They you had Hughes buzzing around the net. Halla had another good chance in front of the net. They just couldn't cash it in. They were getting good looks. Uh, it just it's like they just never they can never sustain any momentum to get a goal. I mean, Nedeljkovic really shut the door, and we'll go over his numbers once the game ends. And Larkin's goal was just nuts. I mean, we're talking, there was maybe a second left on the clock. I mean, it, it was just, it was just, it's it's not a bounce you want if you're a Devils fan. You don't, you don't want to see a goal get scored on you like that. It's a tough way to go in because now you're down by two instead of being down by one. And it's just a simple play. They drive in three on two. Fronick throws a shot. He blocks it away. And then now you got Larkin in the slot. And he just he just throws it top shelf. And Vanacek doesn't even have his stick. He lost his stick in the middle of this sequence. And now the Devils are down by two goals. Third period comes. Kubelik scores, and it, the game's over, and they lose 5-2, and fans are pissed, including myself. I am somewhat pissed. It's unbelievable for the second game in a row. The Devils dominated even strength play with a course I-4 of 63.22%, and in the third freaking period, had a 76% course I-4. To make matters worse, they had an expected goals for of 77.46%. For the second game in a row, they dominate play and they simply lose the game. It's unreal how they keep doing this. And at this point, it doesn't matter how many moves Fitzgerald makes. I, I mean, I'm almost convinced he could he can go get the best star player out on the market and this team is still going to find ways to lose. I mean... I don't even think at this point it, it's personnel because the Devils have the personnel. I mean, on paper, the Devils have probably a top 10 defensive group. Uh, you can make that claim to a degree. I mean, they have the talent. They have the personnel on the back end. Uh, the forward group is not a slouch group. It's just not. They have the personnel. They have the talent. You have Jack Hughes. You have Jesper Bratt. You have Nico Heischer. You just brought in Andre Pilat. You have young kids in Mercer and Holtz. You have complimentary guys like Halla and Wood. I mean, you at this point, it's not a personnel issue. I mean, there's no not much more adding you can do to this team to make them win. At this point, it's a coaching thing. 
It's a system. At this point, you need a new voice to lead this team. I don't know what the plan is for Lindy Ruff, but his seat has to be hot. It's got to be hot at this point. It has to be hot like boiling water hot. Because this is ridiculous. This, After all the stuff that this team did to add in the offseason, and this is the type of performance that they're displaying early on, it's not acceptable. It's just not good. This team isn't going to take any steps going forward if they continue to play with this. I don't care if they play so good at even strength and dominate play but can't win the game. I mean, for the second game in the row, the Devils have allowed five goals. Okay, they have a goal differential of negative six, and they've only scored four goals as opposed to letting in ten. That's insane. That's ridiculous. I mean, you you can maybe say the offense is slacking, whatever, but the goaltending is not doing themselves any favors. I mean, it was so bad. It was so bad. This is Van- these are Vanacek's numbers tonight. It was so bad. For his save percentage, for one, was just absolutely brutal. It was worse than Blackwood's. It was it was so bad. I mean, when I actually looked at it, I, it was bad. In all situations, he had a save percentage of .773%. He allowed all five goals tonight. Three of them for, were from the high danger area, so that isn't good news. And considering where the shots were coming from, the Devils did a very good job of kind of keeping the shot attempts out of the slot for the most part. Uh, two of the goals came from the slot. I mean, they came from the high danger area of the slot. Just, it's not good. It's not acceptable. Even to make matters worse. Vitek Vanacek had a negative 3.35 goal saved above expected. That's not good. That's goaltending that the Devils were getting last season. This is supposed to be a new season with new goaltending, and we are not seeing it. We are seeing the same story as last season with different people in net. You know, on the other end, Nedeljkovic had a 2.56 goal save above expected, which which was great. I mean, Nedeljkovic played very good for the Detroit Red Wings tonight. He was very good in net. He finished with a .933 safe percentage in all situations. I mean, it was it was great. Oh, scratch that. I was on even strength. My fault, ladies and gentlemen. .949 safe percentage in all situations with a 2.02 goals against average. His one goal came from the high danger area of the ice and the other was the low danger area so you know what he played good it was you know i mean he he faced 39 shots and made 37 saves i, I mean he played good uh, that's good goaltending uh for the devils being the team that was peppering them in shots and that's the kind of performance that they're gonna get yeah rock on rock on Nadelkovic, rock on detroit great game by them uh they had some multi-point games from lucas raymond and ben Sherratt. and yeah detroit i mean detroit is one of those teams too i mean I'm, I'm i am gonna give them a little bit of praise i mean they literally were a team that i mean stevie stevie y the eiserman plan I mean, he literally added to that team and did very well in doing so. Um, the, I mean, it's it's great for, for Detroit. I mean, they have a lot to look forward to. They got a bunch of young kids. They added a, a 
plenty of good talent to the roster. I mean, you know, Nedeljkovic now has pressure kind of taken off of him. He's got Vili Huso in net with him. Great young tandem and goal. And then you have young kids in Sider and Raymond. Uh, Larkin is still there, pending an, ex- an extension. And you got this Soderblom kid who's like the Zdeno Chara of forwards. Uh, there's a lot to look forward to if you're a Detroit Red Wings fan. And, you know, good for them. I mean, they got a shutout last night, only allowed two goals tonight. And now you're 2-0 in a very stacked Atlantic division. You're up there with the Florida Panthers and the Boston Bruins in the three-way tie. It's early. It's early, but it doesn't matter. I mean, you know, you're, you're still getting these points and that's, that's important, you know, and if you're the devils now, you're in the basement with Ottawa and Columbus. I I mean, that's really not a spot you want to be in. And what's really sad is (laughs) those three are all teams that literally have gone on and went ahead and made big time additions and they're on the losing end and, you know, it's early and things can change, but you know, it's not what you, it's not really what you want to see. It's really not to be really honest with you, but that kind of wraps up this, um, for regular season. And what we're going to do is preview the next game. Um, going to dive into a preview. Uh, the devils take on the ducks. Uh, the ducks are, the ducks are one and one. Uh, they won their first game at home on the home opener against the Seattle Kraken in uh, a nice thriller overtime victory, and they got absolutely creamed by the uh, New York Islanders seven to one in an absolute uh, butt kicking. So they're they're one and one uh, in two games played with two points. Uh, they're ne- they, they'll actually play the Rangers before they come to New Jersey. So the Devils will face them on a back-to-back as they do their metro area road trip. And uh, let's do some underlying metrics for the good old Ducks. Let me go to let me go to the site real quick and get this stuff pulled up for everybody so we can kind of see what the Ducks are looking like so far. Uh, other than the fact that they have a lot of young kids, they have some very fun talent. Uh, they have Zegras that everybody knows. They have McTavish. Uh, they're definitely doing very well with those kids. They got Troy Terry. Uh, they signed Vetrano. Uh, they brought in uh, Ryan Strom. So right now is a point stand. Uh, Troy Terry is leading the team in points with four. He's got three goals and one assist. And Ryan Strom, the newcomer in two games played, has one goal and two assists for three points. And it, it's just it's a young Ducks team. They're young. They're a little inexperienced. Uh, they're not a team that's going to necessarily make the playoffs, I don't think. But they're young and they'll be fun. But they're they're going towards a rebuild. It's a new era of Ducks hockey. Uh, Getzloff retired. Uh, it's just it's just the times that the Ducks are in right now. I mean, that's just kind of where they're at. As of right now, they it's early, but uh, right now they sit fifth in the Pacific, eighth in the West. They have the twelfth best power play at, with a success rate of twenty eight point six percent. Uh, they have the 30th uh, goals against uh, per game played average with 5.50. Uh, 
and they average about three goals per game. Uh, all these stats that I'm pulling up are from statmuse.com. Uh, it's a pretty uh, nice way just to get tiny stats like that. If you want like underlying metrics, you can go to uh, Money Puck, Evolving Hockey, or Natural Stat Trick, whichever one kind of fits you. Uh, their PK isn't the greatest, uh, but in comparison to our beloved New Jersey Devils, which after the Devils have played, it should be bumping up. But yeah, right now the Devils are sixth in the Metro, uh, 13th in the East. They average two goals a game, average five goals against. Uh, their power play is 19th, and their PK is 13th, within, which is good. Uh, that's probably the bright spot. So it should be a good game, a good game of young premier talent kind of going head-to-head with each other, uh, which kind of makes it kind of exciting. You know, it's kind of stuff you want to see. Um, but that, that that's the preview for that. I think you'll – you'll I don't know who the Devils will go with in net. I'm going to say possibly they, they return with Blackwood against the Ducks. Mm, you'll probably – you might see Gibson. It kind of all depends who the Ducks have starting in net. Uh, the night prior against the Rangers, so it will it'll be it'll remain to be seen who you'll see as a goaltending matchup. But overall, it should be a better game, maybe a game where the Devils can kind of get their mojo back, uh, just kind of get themselves back to neutral. Um, you know, a game where they where they should win. But it, again, it remains to be seen. Any given night, any team can do literally anything. It's just kind of the way the cookie crumbles. But all in all, folks, this was it for tonight. Um, it's not fun, but it, again, it's only two games in, so hopefully things turn around. But yeah, it's not looking good. Um, not sure what happens with the coach, but that will definitely remain to be seen, and I think the longer rough sticks around, uh, people will be calling for Tom Fitzgerald. I, I mean, you know, how long are you going to let this go on? I mean, at this point, it's not a rebuild no more. You know, the, the Devils are not rebuilding at this point. I mean, you have to eventually get out of that. I mean, I know Lou kind of left Shiro a mess, and then it just kind of snowballed from there, and then Fitzgerald really has turned the franchise around in terms of he's kind of done stuff with his team in just completely overhauling the, the group. But at this point, it's you got to make success of it. I, I mean, you know, you can't keep – just rolling out the same formula and just hoping something clicks. At this point, you have to have success. And it'll just remain to be seen what that looks like and when that happens. But at this point, I, I would say, you know, hot take. Uh, Lindy Ruff might not make it out of the end of the month. It really just depends what happens. But, folks, that is all I have for the preview and for that, uh, I will do a, a player of the week uh, next week uh, where we have a bunch of slew of games, um, but it'll be more of a of a better take because it is early on. But if I had to actually pick somebody for the player of the week segment, uh, I would probably go ahead and give it to Jack Hughes. I'm sure he may not have plotted a goal, but he's been very noticeable on the ice with Jesper Bratt generating chances, using his speed to create offense, and he's just—he's been noticeable. And I will give that to him for this week. Uh, going into next week, you have 
you have a few games. We got the Ducks. And we have the Islanders. And we have the San Jose Sharks. Those are the three games. Um, I will do a recording uh, probably on Tuesday uh, to discuss the Ducks. And do previews for the Sharks and the Islanders games. So folks, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your football Sunday. Enjoy playoff baseball people i mean it's been very exciting Uh, i do have dodgers padres on right now but man if you're a phillies fan uh go enjoy that you're back in the nlcs you're awaiting your opponent uh if you're a mariners fan i mean hang in there the best you can uh it's just good stuff right now for baseball Uh, if you're a yankees fan kind of enjoy the rest of that series too nfl sundays tomorrow people uh just enjoy it and have a good rest of your week and weekend, and also enjoy the rest of hockey. Thank you.